Fred Ricciani, TSC. Doing this live stream deal a little bit differently tonight through Zoom. Uh, a lot going on, and a lot of it is not good. You see, WWE just had their earnings call. Hey, good news, right? Reporting all these profits and everything else, all these TV deals, all these licensing deals. They're making a whole lot of money. But believe it or not, on the same day, on the same evening that they do their earnings call, bragging about all these business deals, bragging about all the great work they're doing. Get this. They decided to release a bunch of superstars, a bunch of wrestlers. Once again, now before I dive into everybody who's been released, before I talk about how disgusted I am, I know I'm going to get a lot of people that are going to say, whoa, it's just business. It's just, bit." listen, I cover the NFL. I understand business is business, all right? However, some of these cuts are, are puzzling, and a lot of these cuts just seem, seem unnecessary, seem impatient, and, and they're just happening at a way too frequent of a basis these days. Once a year, okay. You never want to see anybody get fired. All right, you make yearly cuts. I get it. Okay. You want to freshen up the roster. You want to change it up. There's plenty of competition out there right now and places for people to work or possibly for places, people to places for people to work. Easy for me to say that's fine. But I mean, I feel like it's like every three months, like right before every earnings call or after every earnings call It's ridiculous. So let's get to these releases. And it's, again, it's absolutely disgusting, appalling. Uh, this is from Sean Ross Sapp of fightful.com. I made sure uh, that he was the one tweeting these before I went on live because he's pretty credible. So good Lord. Nia Jax has been released by WWE. Now, this is shocking for a few reasons. One, she's a pretty big star for them. Two, she is directly related to The Rock, and it's been rumored that they've always kind of protected her because of the fact that she is related to The Rock. And three, in relation to two, <laughs> She's been kind of bulletproof, and for better or worse, you know, I, I liked her initially in her, in her early run. I've liked her in parts of her, her most recent run, uh, but there have definitely been times where she has been accused, and justifiably so, of being unprofessional, of being a little reckless. Again, whether intentional or unintentional, she got a lot of chances that a lot of people normally wouldn't get. I'm not trying to say she deserved to be fired or anything like that. I'm just going by the history of WWE. And yet it is kind of surprising because she survived breaking Becky Lynch's nose. She survived hurting Sasha Banks and Bailey and all these other people. She initially survived that whatever the hell that match was that she had with Charlotte, where they actually looked like they got into a bit of a, a shoot or a disagreement in the middle of the ring on national TV. Um, and obviously, you know, part of that unprofessionalism was on Charlotte too. Just, yeah, that, that's a very shocking one right here. Crazy. Uh, okay. Sean Rossap also confirms budget cuts were cited as a reason for the releases in an email from John Laurinaitis. Budget cuts. Okay. Fightful has released Ava Marie. Again, I'm not going to gloat about anybody losing their job. Um, I think I've made my feelings on her pretty clear. I'm not a big fan of her work. Uh, I really, I don't really care about her work. I, I don't really like her past comments on, on Colin Kaepernick. And, you know, I, I think she should probably, not talk about Colin Kaepernick in the future. I'll just leave it at that, but yeah, sorry to hear. Mia Yim has been released. Good worker. They could have done more with her. Yeah. Harry Smith has been released. Yeah, David Hart Smith, yeah, British Bulldog Jr. He did one dark match for WWE, I think, in July. 
And that was it. He did like an online interview and he was gone. Okay. Oh man. Carrion Cross has been released. That's crazy because they put so much time and effort and resources into him in NXT and say what you want. A lot of people will say, oh, he's mid, he's this, he's that. I get it. All right. That being said, you invested so much TV time in this guy. You protected him so much. They arguably did more to establish Karen Cross than they did with Adam Cole before Adam Cole left AEW. It's crazy. It's crazy. Like, at least, like, if you want to keep Adam Cole, like, give him the NXT title or something again. I don't know. It, it, it's, it's very bizarre. And they also released his fiance Scarlett, which makes no sense to me either because, you know, the two of them were a really cool act. And, yeah, again, you may like them, you may not. I'm just saying, like, they, they had a presence when they were together. Then they were separated. Then Scarlett disappeared. And, yeah, I, I don't get it. Like, her old gimmick before coming to WWE was this bombshell, eye candy, provocative. NXT 2.0 is trying to be provocative, and she's nowhere to be found, and we get Chase University. Okay. Uh, Lindsay Dorado has been released by WWE. I think I remember seeing that him tweeting at some point. He wasn't very happy. Understandably so. Grand Metalik has been released by WWE. He asked for his release, and I'm I'm glad he got it because he's an incredibly talented wrestler, and it's a shame that he's just been buried doing Lucha House Party and whatever the hell else they, they have him doing these days. Katrina Cortez has been released. Trey Baxter, Zayda Ramir, some of these people in NXT and UK I'm not that familiar with, so my apologies if I'm not elaborating on them. Only Lorkin released. I don't like that one. The guy could be a great player coach for WWE, even if you don't want to push the guy. Like these NXT cats, these, these young cats need somebody to work with who knows what the hell they're doing. He's very highly regarded as a wrestler in the locker room. Makes no sense. B Fab of Hit Row was released. That's preposterous. And if you don't think that's preposterous, Ember Moon getting released. That's also preposterous because she's an awesome worker. Keith Lee also released. They literally just called up B Fab. They literally just had Ember Moon on TV a couple weeks ago. They literally just brought back Keith Lee as Keith Bearcat Lee. Crazy. Just crazy. And before we get to the other releases, and yes, unfortunately, there are more. Can I just state once again, the, the optics of WWE and how they treat talent of color, particularly black talent, but Hispanic talent as well. Yes, there are more black champions than ever. There are more black wrestlers than ever that are featured on TV. That's great. That's great. But yeah, we're coming off of the heels of Bianca Belair getting booked like a goof at SummerSlam, winning, I think, only one match. I believe only one match since SummerSlam and losing or practically losing over and over and over again to Becky Lynch despite being one half of the first black WrestleMania main event ever. Despite the fact that if you check out her IG or Halloween, she is massively popular with people from all backgrounds. It's crazy. She is such money. It's not even funny. Not even mean for that to run. Okay. So you, you, you screw her up. You borderline Lex Luger book her. You call up Hit Row, who are an awesome act, who are actually cool. Like Debbie's lacking some cool acts, and Hit Row is cool. And you fire B-Fab, and yes, she's a rookie. Yes, she's green. She's inexperienced. But give her time. She's a fantastic prospect. She's got a great look. She's a major part of that act. And you get rid of her. And then you recall up Keith Lee, 
Well, I believe, and, and somebody can correct me if I'm wrong, but I believe he took the Bearcat nickname based on legendary wrestler Bearcat Wright. And presumably he was going to get a push. And you cut him. And you cut him after trying to repackage him, after trying to tell this black man, hey, we don't want you to be this. We want you to be this and this and this and this. And just he tried to bend over backwards for you guys. You, you wouldn't let him talk about his battle with COVID that nearly killed him. Yeah, you wanted to keep that quiet. And yeah, this is how he's repaid. It's BS. Now, whether that's intentionally mean or they're just stupid or a combination of the two, the optics are freaking horrible. And who else is wrong? Taya Valkyrie, a.k.a. Frankie Monet, has been released by WWE. Uh, Taya Valkyrie, crazy. She starred actually in a, a thriller called Unchained, which you can actually stream right now on Amazon Prime and Plex. And the reason I bring that up is because literally last night, I interviewed the director who cast her in that film. And we were talking about that film and how he loves Taya Valkyrie. And, well, I get... The good news is that he'll get to work with her more again. The bad news is, unfortunately, she's out of a job, but she's very talented. She is a former long-reigning Impact Wrestling World Champion. I think she'll be fine in the long run, but yeah, uh, very unfortunate. Meanwhile, our buddy Brian Alvarez also tweets out, and this is kind of relevant, WWE announced today a revenue of $256 million for the quarter. Yeah. Again, here's the list that we have so far. Frankie Monet, Ember Moon, uh, Jesse Kamea, Katrina Cortez, Jeet Rama, Oni Lorcan, Trey Baxter. Wasn't Trey Baxter just an NXT 2.0? He might have been. Uh, Zeta Ramir, Ramir, Scarlett, B-Fab, Grand Metalik, Lindsay Dorado, Karrion Cross, Harry Smith, Nia Jax, Ava Marie, Keith Lee, and Mia Yim. All released due to budget cuts. And Brian also says that BFAB literally just signed a new deal a week ago. Crazy. And you know what? This is another thing on BFAB. From what I understand, BFAB didn't originally come from wrestling. That has an impressive background. And, you know, I look, they, they got Gable Stevenson. Good for them. All that jazz. You know, they've gotten some other. Uh, Olympic athletes in the past, some former athletes in the past, but I can imagine this possibly being a turnoff for future quote unquote real athletes getting into wrestling, at least WWE. They might look at it and say, oh, so I'm going to invest my time for a year or two in your training program, go through all your stupid drills, do all these promo classes and all this crap, only be thrown on my ass before I can even really get my footing. Not a good look at all. Let's, let's go to some of the comments here. Elm Street 2022. 2010, excuse me, they will be missed. I'm not sure if that's Freddy Krueger, but shout out to Elm Street. JJ Richardson says, this is insane. I can't wrap my head around some of these releases. Wrestling isn't just the same. Yeah, there's a lot going on in, in wrestling that has really turned me off. And, you know, really it's kind of been, I, I'd say a lot of the speaking out stuff, aka the Me Too movement in, in pro wrestling over the last year and a half, definitely has disgusted me. Don't get me wrong. I know a lot of great, great people in wrestling in the ring, out of the ring. Uh, you know, I've covered wrestling my first few years of my career, but it's it's a huge turnoff because this industry, and granted other industries do this too, but wrestling seems like chief among them, along with MMA. They harbor some awful individuals, man. Uh, the second, speaking of awful individuals, the reason why I'm really kind of turned off by wrestling these days is just WWE. Like, yeah, creatively they suck more often than not. 
Um, I do like a lot of the individual talent, as you know. I'm so happy for Big E history making uh, title win. I'm a huge Bobby Lashley fan, big fan of Bianca Belair, Sasha Banks, a few others. Uh, but WWE just as a whole, as a company, just disgusts me. And I know other corporations do shady things. Listen, I'm an investor in different stocks. Like, I understand not, not everything you consume or invest in is always going to be virtuous or, or whatever. Um, but, you know, wrestling more and more is becoming less of a priority for me, really because of the way Vince McMahon kind of treats his talent. It's just, it's disgusting. I can only enjoy it so much, you know, before you're reminded on days like this or nights like this, that he's a piece of crap. He treats people like a piece of meat. And then he takes them out to the barn and shoots them in the back. So as Bret Hart once said, uh, they might as well release Shane Thorne. AJ Adams says, I mean, I don't want to see the guy get released, but I mean, yeah, if they're not doing anything with him, he could probably go back to new Japan and, and do his thing. I agree. Lonnie Jones, what's up, bro? How you doing? I'm doing all right, man. I am actually, for those wondering, I've actually been doing a lot more actor entertainment interviews on our other channel, youtube.com slash TSC Gaming. And again, it's ironic. I literally interviewed the director of Taya Valkyrie's film Unchained, which, by the way, you can stream on Amazon Prime and Flex TV. And yeah, he was just, again, gushing over her, saying he's great, she's great and everything else. And he worked with, with uh, her husband, John Morrison, as well. And... Yeah, like and we were literally just talking about last night. The interview's not out yet. But we were literally just talking about last night. Like, yeah, why don't they use her more in NXT? And then she's released. And what's crazy is that I believe she headlined the first or second, I think the second NXT 2.0 show in the main event against uh, Raquel Gonzalez. And then he just cut her. I don't know. I mean, this is not good for morale. Like I get, not that you want to see anybody get released, but if you're barely doing anything with some of these people, that then whatever, it's still not cool. But okay. You're not doing anything with them anyway. You're a business. You want to make business moves. Okay. But again, B-Fab was literally just introduced on the roster. Never mind the fact that I, I, I'm very high in her or was high in her and thought she had a, a lot of star potential. You know what I mean? They've always had a good rep. Well, not always. In this era, they've had a good rep for training women's wrestlers. So I thought that on the main roster, she'd only get better. And they just cut her. Keith Lee, what a waste. Uh, Scarlet and, and Carrion, why would you invest all those resources in them if you're not going to do anything with them? And here's the other thing too, folks. I feel like this really trains the audience as if the audience has enough, doesn't have enough reasons to stop caring anymore, right? As far as like just occasionally watching for entertainment purposes and not following the narrative closely. You release Carrion Cross, who you put on TV for weeks on end. And if you, if you include NXT, I mean, for almost two years, you release Scarlet, same thing. You release Keith Lee, you release B-Fab, like, you know, Ember Moon was just back on TV and NXT and, and everything. She also made a really nice Instagram post a, a few weeks ago talking about her journey getting back in shape. And I always thought she's been in great shape. She's definitely an athlete, but, you know, she talked about how she worked really hard and I just found it very admirable and everything else because, you know, this pandemic's been hard on everybody. And yeah, you, like, if you're a fan, like, other than like Roman Reigns, Brock Lesnar, you know, some of the untouchables like that who... I think those guys might be the only untouchables. Where's the incentive to get emotionally invested in these wrestlers? If you know that a guy like Bray Wyatt, and I, again, I wasn't the biggest Bray Wyatt fan as far as like the gimmick. I had nothing against a person. But if a guy like Bray Wyatt, if a guy like Braun Strowman, if Keith Lee, if B-Fab could just be cut like that, despite having lots of resources invested in television time, and again, for the main event guys I mentioned, I mean, a lot of TV time, like, why should he care? Anybody? Why, why should he care? It's, it's, it's unfortunate. It's no fault of the wrestlers themselves, but geez, man, it's, 
depressing as hell. I'm just trying to see if there's any other um, updates here. No, I think I think that that's pretty much it. For, hopefully, that's pretty much it for now. Good lord. So yeah, overall in total, eighteen releases. Eighteen releases, ridiculous. Alejandro Cruz says AW should grab Cross, Mia Yim, Ember Moon, and Keith Lee. Yeah, I mean, look, they've got a pretty crowded roster um, for sure. They they do, but you know, any company could absolutely use a Keith Lee. I mean, that guy is so incredibly talented even if you don't like the fact that you know he's a big guy and he does some flying moves and you think that maybe he shouldn't be doing so many flying moves here and there like we've seen the guy wrestle multiple styles we've seen the guy wrestle people with um different um you know with different sizes shapes everything else and he's adapted really well he's he's, he's an awesome big man even when they quote unquote toned down the style he still did some amazing work so yeah i am yeah i don't know man i'm, I'm very disappointed in that it's it's, it's ridiculous. Uh, Chris Iverson, uh, do you think they're going to break up Hit Row? That I don't know. Uh, but they're not the same anymore. She literally got called up the other week and she's gone. Like I, I think it, I think it fit having a woman in the group. Now it's just four dudes. Four very talented dudes. Four dudes with a lot of charisma. Actually, no, it's three dudes, right? Yeah, yeah, it's Adonis. Um, yeah, Adonis, uh, Swerve, and... Um, Forgetting his name around off the top, top dollar. There you go. See, actually, it's only three guys now. Yeah, what the makes no sense. Makes no sense. Also, AJ mentions, uh, I heard Kyle O'Reilly's contract ends next month. Yes, I believe Fightful reported that. I saw it somewhere. Might, might have been Fightful, but whoever it is uh, reported that. Yeah, he Kyle O'Reilly's on his way out. Another guy, really talented. They don't seem to be doing a lot with him right now. He's in the NXT purgatory. I know he's pale, I know he's short. But he is such a great talent. And even if you don't want to push him to the moon, like he's still a great asset to have. He's still somebody who can put on a good to great match. You can slot him anywhere in the card. His mic skills have gotten better. Well-liked guy. Does his job. But you can never have too many Kyle O'Reilly's. You know what I mean? I mean, maybe you have too many. But you, you know what I mean? If you have a, a guy like him on the roster, like he could be like a Swiss Army knife. I don't, I don't get that as far as like them possibly letting him go. Uh, also, Kevin Owens. Reportedly, his contract is up in January. It'll be interesting to see where he ends up. I, I guess AEW, since he has the connection with the, with the Bullet Club and well, not Bullet Club, but you know the Elite and, and everything else. But yeah, just really unfortunate. Uh, I don't know really. I don't really know what else to to add here, other than it's just kind of it's just kind of gross. Again, I understand yearly cuts if you're not using somebody. Okay, get rid of them. Whatever. I mean, I, I don't like it. Uh, I mean, you make enough money where you could gainfully employ all these people and the people you released over the last two years and still make money uh, hand over fist. But I, I get some of these releases, but other ones are just. Yeah, I, I don't know. He, and here's the thing, Mr. Nick Khan, who is a very smart man. But, you know, he's also super far up Vince's ass. Here's the thing, man. You, you talk about Marvel and branding and these characters and, and things like that, right? Well, here, here's the thing, because I've interviewed actually a few Marvel actors and a few DC actors, and uh, here's something you need to know. Marvel did not cast Captain America over and over again. Chris Evans was their guy. Robert Downey Jr. was their guy. Chadwick Boseman, R.I.P., was their guy. Like You can't just interchange people. This isn't an animated show. We're doing different voices. Now, you could be like Sony 
and recast Spider-Man over and over again. And now they got a great actor in Tom Holland who's reprising him. But if you're selling these quote unquote characters, you gotta remember you still need the people behind these characters. And on top of that, it's hard to get invested in new characters, which Deadly desperately needs as far as new characters that move the needle. If you're cutting these people as soon as their characters debut. But hey, I mean, he's paid the big bucks for a reason. He's paid the big bucks to live in Vince McMahon's ass and blow smoke up his ass and make these big TV deals, which kudos to him he has, but uh, he can kiss my ass. So there you go. And, and we'll just get out of here on a, a couple of these comments here. Head of the table says, I'm still shocked at Keith Lee and BFAB. Yeah, I, I, am, I am too. Insane. Just uh, absolutely insane. Uh, I wonder what The Rock would say about Nia Jax getting released. You'd think she would have a job for life. Yeah, that's what I thought, Jothello. But look, Nia Jax is a good performer. And, you know, no, is she, I don't know, Dean Malenko in the ring? No, not everybody has to be. But she's definitely got a presence. She's got a big social media following. She's got a big, a big fan base. So in theory, you know, down the road, I could probably see her getting into acting. And, you know, that wouldn't be the worst thing. Guess what? If you join SAG, they give you benefits. So there you go. A um, couple other things I, I guess I might as well leave you with. ROH recently announced that they are releasing all their wrestlers by the end of 2021. They are going to be shifting gears a little bit, uh, reworking things behind the scenes. From what I understand, Sinclair Broadcast Group, their parent company, is millions of dollars in debt, although they have more money, I think, on cash on hand than WWE or might have at, at some point. Of I don't I don't really feel bad for Sinclair because nobody told them to spend all that money on propping up uh, an insurrectionist and putting fake news on their airwaves when they could have invested that in their sports properties and hell ROH could have been where AEW's at if they invested the resources and been profitable but they didn't do that they half-assed it like they half-assed every other department in their crappy company and unfortunately a lot of my friends and a lot of other wrestlers uh, now have to suffer for it. Uh, Wow, Women of Wrestling reportedly has a TV deal with Viacom CBS, or I think they, they confirmed they do. Yeah, actually, they confirmed they do. I don't know the, I don't know if they mentioned all the exact details. As of right now, Tessa Blanchard is still employed by Wow, despite the fact that she's been an outed, alleged racist. So yeah, a lot, a lot of awful people doing awful things in this business, and it sucks. So we, we will try our best to amplify a lot of the good stuff. You know, Crown Jewel was awesome. But uh, as far as in the ring, I know there's politics involved that people don't like, and I get it. Uh, but yeah, there's days like this, nights like this that suck. They remind you that this not only is a business, but an unforgiving business. And I just hope and pray uh, that everybody who's been affected lands on their feet, not only finds money, but finds true happiness in their life. And yeah, just hope you know this isn't the end of the road. And at the end of the day, you know, Mick Foley gave me some great life advice, actually roughly 10 years ago today. Uh, don't don't ever let anyone define to you what a success is. So just because some senile douchebag insurrectionist supporting old man who's a billionaire who avoids paying his taxes cut you and thinks you suck does not mean you indeed suck. It does not mean you are a failure. It's literally the opinion of one man. So hope you all land on your feet and you all kick ass. So till next time, everybody, as always, enjoy the matches. Be grateful. And hey, if, if you're a fan of any of these Ruiz wrestlers, uh, do your best to support them because uh, they're definitely going to need it, especially around the holiday time.